0: Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee.
1: Here's John McCure. Happy Tuesday. Amy Taylor is here today. Sandy Max is off. Greg Masick is here. Debbie Lazic is here. Adam Roberts is producing the show this afternoon. All right. What are we tracking today? Breaking news.
2: This is the three. Three. three.
0: At 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Amy, where do we start?
3: We start with breaking news in the historic defamation lawsuit brought by Dominion Voting Systems.
1: Yeah, so Dominion is suing Fox News because they say Fox News deliberately lied about their equipment, that Fox News perpetuated this falsehood that the Dominion voting equipment was flawed and led to an election that did not end up the way it was supposed to. Well, guess what? Just moments ago, The media empire has reached an agreement with Dominion. The trial was delayed for hours today. It was supposed to start this afternoon. It was delayed. Nobody knew why. Well, now we know why. Dominion has abruptly settled with Fox News. The details are unclear this afternoon. We don't know the terms of the settlement, but the judge dismissing jurors, sending them home and praising the lawyers... For professionalism throughout the case, we will continue to monitor this and bring you details as we get them into our newsroom. So
3: interesting. I'm interested to hear if Fox came forward, too, and said, we want to end this. Yeah. Not good for business.
1: You got that right. What's it, the second thing? The
3: second story is, is Tom Tiffany gearing up for a run against Tammy Baldwin for a U.S. Senate seat? He is moving fast this week in a signal that could be the case.
1: It sure seems that way. So Tom Tiffany this week, he's the Republican um, up in the 7th Congressional District, took out these websites, these domain sites, Thomastiffanyforsenate.com, Senate.com as he weighs a run against Baldwin. Now he says, that's just preliminary. I need to be prepared. I'm not ready to make an announcement. But he's at least clearly considering this. Madison businessman Eric Hubdy, another Republican considering it. And Mike Gallagher, U.S. Congressman, is a name that's often mentioned, but so far he has said, that he has not yet made a decision. So could Tom Tiffany be in? Sure sounds like a maybe.
3: And a big race that could determine control of the Senate for Republicans or Democrats.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a huge one, that's for sure. Closely
3: watched. A Ripon, Wisconsin landmark is on the move, John. It's moving to a new location and it's resulted in its removal from the National Registry.
1: Yeah, so speaking of Republicans, the birthplace of the Republican Party is Ripon, Wisconsin, founded there in 1854 in a little white schoolhouse. And now that schoolhouse has been moved across town to a new location. The move, according to the Historic Preservation Office, means that it's no longer on the National Registry because you can't just move buildings and set them up somewhere else. The Republican Party is angry because they say the Chamber of Commerce there assured them in Fond du Lac that, hey, if you move it, it'll still be a National Historic Landmark. That's not the case as of now. Republican Party appealing that decision, but the little white schoolhouse has been moved across town in Fond du Lac.
3: I never knew that all these years in yeah. Wisconsin. Isn't that something? After 25 years of living here, I didn't know that the that a party was founded in Ripon.
1: Yeah, cool. almost 10 years before the Civil War. Pretty interesting stuff. It really is. It is 314 at WTMJ. You've heard all day, including in the newscast, us talking about the latest issue with Southwest Airlines. Another big technical issue. Another big blemish for the airline. What does it mean for Milwaukee, where more flights are flown on Southwest than any other airline? The latest on Today's Troubles up next. Southwest with another headache today. This time Southwest was the one that asked to have their planes grounded as they dealt with a computer issue. Uh, what was the computer issue about? Are we back to normal? ABC's Alex Stone is with us from Los Angeles. Alex, good afternoon.
0: Hey, Johnny. Well, kind of back to normal. They're flying. Uh, but about 2,000 Southwest lights have been delayed today. That number keeps going up. That's about 50% of all Southwest lights are dealing with uh, pretty substantial delays. And uh, what a a mess it was this morning, about 45 minutes to a half an hour time period, where Southwest uh, grounded all of its planes. Again, a computer problem. This time, Southwest saying it was a computer firewall that had a problem, third-party company that that runs it. Um, But it interrupted data flow, and they had asked the FAA to issue a ground stop for all of their planes uh, that, that were on the ground. So all across the country, there are passengers again stuck. It was only a couple of months ago in late December that Southwest had their computer meltdowns and it went on for days today. And uh, Gillian's at the airport. She's among those waiting. I was
2: already going to sit in the airport several hours because our
3: flights were different. So now that's even getting delayed more. And I'm supposed to be going back to work
0: tomorrow. so. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if she makes it out. Surprisingly, few Southwest flights have been canceled today. Only 11. The airline seems determined to get all their flights out late, but out today. And it's on the, the heels of that meltdown in uh, late December. And that one had pilots going to Congress saying that Southwest has failed on its IT system to keep it up to date, that they have grown too quickly, and they did not keep the IT system up to date in that case. And, uh, John, they, they went to Congress, and then the pilots were saying this. Southwest managers failed to modernize crew management processes and related IT systems. Finally, Southwest failed to listen to the warnings of its frontline employees. Now, today, Southwest is saying it was not the same thing as December. That was crew scheduling. This was a firewall. They say this was out of their control. But again, it is a computer problem causing flights to be canceled or at least grounded. Some canceled, very few, uh, at Southwest. They do have things back up and running, uh, but lots of uh, delayed flights. And, by the way, Southwest says they're going to spend $1.3 billion on technology upgrades Something the pilots say has uh, long been needed. But uh, today, yet another issue that they're dealing with.
3: So, Alex, uh, not to sound completely ignorant, but what does it mean when there's a problem with the
0: firewall? It's a good question. Um, It's some sort of just like, you know, at work or maybe at home where you've got a firewall to keep the bad guys out. Um, that there is something went wrong with that today. They won't say what data connectivity was not transferring, if it was to the aircraft, if it was in their operations centers to know the, the weather and where flights were and communicate with flights and all of that. Uh, it wasn't an air traffic control, didn't deal with the FAA. It was something internally to Southwest. But where that issue was, where they weren't getting data through, that they said there was a data connectivity issue, where that was, uh, they're not willing to say. So, Alex, this is clearly another
1: computer issue. You just mentioned they're going to spend a lot of money to try to upgrade things and fix things. The busy summer season is coming. They've added flights here on Southwest out of Milwaukee. People are concerned. When will these fixes take place? They obviously don't happen overnight.
0: No, they say it's going to be a while that they're spending a lot of money upgrading systems. They've got to pay and, and figure out what they're going to go with and then get it all installed. They were focused on the scheduling software that was involved in the December meltdown uh, today. Maybe they'll incorporate a, a little bit more into that. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to take a little bit of time. They say that they are working on it right now. They put out a plan a few weeks ago laying out their action plan moving forward and one of the, the big ones was all that money and the technology upgrades because look once you get a reputation you know think of an airline that maybe you used to fly that had planes break down all the time you go to another airline you don't want to sit and you know if you feel like that, that happens every time if you fly southwest and you feel like that they're always having these computer meltdowns they know the passengers may go somewhere else so they've got to fix this They say that they're doing that, and again, today they're saying, well, this one was out of our control, but still, it's their airline, it's their delays today, their passengers who are stuck, they've got to deal with it. ABC's Alex Stone in Los Angeles. Thank you, Alex. You got
1: it. Thanks, guys. I can't stand Southwest. (laughs) I I would rather walk to Kansas City than fly Southwest to Kansas City. I would rather walk to Hawaii. I makes me Southwest nervous. I'm
3: getting nervous just with all this firewall business, and I think they're not telling us exactly what it is. So that makes me I concerned. I think they don't know. Yeah.
1: Here's my biggest Problem. issue with Southwest. And I know it varies by situation. I cannot stand getting to the airport and not knowing where I'm sitting. I can't stand knowing when I'm getting on the airplane. And people who fly Southwest are the worst-behaved flyers in the world.
3: It's triggering all of my control freak <laughs> they get tendencies. On, yes, they
1: get on the airplane, and yeah. one of them pays to have the A seating. You know, there may be the 12th one on the airplane. The husband is way in the back, so he's not paying the upgrade. So the wife gets on the plane. She saves the seat. You're not allowed to do that, but she's like, uh, this one's oh, taken. Oh, all the seat saving this is really taken. offensive. You're it not is, allowed to do that. Yeah. I... I I'm with you. It's a control thing. I can't stand for Yeah, I love it. I
2: love every second of
1: it. Why are you so weird? I think it's great.
2: So when I travel (laughs) by myself, uh, and I can put on a friendly face, I think I'm a pretty friendly guy. You're so friendly.
3: That's what it is. I think you're just really nice.
2: I'm not an intimidator unless I really need to be. Uh, But when I get on the plane and I'm traveling by myself, I know I'm going to get a spot in the first five rows. Well, that's because you're tall. I'm not worried about like C-52 or sitting in the bathroom or anything like that. But you might be a middle seat though in the first five rows. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the middle seat. If I'm going to get but more legroom, but how room. do
3: you stand a middle seat? You're tall.
2: But I get more legroom if I'm in the top five or six rows than in the back of the plane. How do
3: you do it? I I, I try to go there and I wind up in 30F. Okay, if you know what I I'm usually saying.
2: don't. And if we're traveling with our girls, typically we'll be able to get on the plane a little earlier because
1: well, we're an event. I mean, I'm worse. just going
3: to say you we're are a are damn an,
1: traveling circus. So what, what if you and Emily in, are traveling? What if you're today? taking a nice romantic vacation to San Francisco and it's the two of you? You don't have the family and you don't have just yourself for one row in the front.
2: Well then they choose Emily over me to sit close. Um mm-hmm. I, no, if, if we're doing that, we're probably going to do Delta or JetBlue. Ah, see? Yeah.
3: Uh huh. Right, yeah.
2: but, the, but traveling by myself Delta I love it. or JetBlue? Traveling with the four mm-hmm. of us, I'm on the hunt for whatever is nonstop. And if mm-hmm. it's Southwest, great, because I know we'll get to board as a family a little bit earlier.
1: And then if you're in that sea boarding area, you don't know if you're going to have oh, room I in the it. overhead bin. I can't I, do that. I get, I'm get stressed so out about that. I'm like, somebody's going to get my
3: bin. Somebody's going to get my bin. Oh,
1: my God. I'm walking. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's no bin space left. Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm back there. That Where to there's put my bag.
3: Oh, and then you have to like check your little bag that is too big for the bin. Yeah. Now you got to check it on the gateway. Have you had that happen too? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And then by it, the way, I'm walking past the dumbass lady who's saving the seat for sorry. her husband. <laughs> And she's not allowed to do that.
2: We're not the sweet ones, I guess. Yeah, I'm the, yeah, I'm the one just sitting there fumbling through a magazine, smiling and all relaxed. But, but I will say rows. that,
3: because you say you're not intimidator, but you do have more stature, and I think it's a thing. I mean, it's just like you're going to plow through the crowd. I, I'm just like, wait, hold on, and then I'll be like, excuse me, ma'am. And meanwhile, she's like elbowed me and knocked Knit me over. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely depends on your situation. There's no doubt about yeah. that.
0: Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. All right, welcome back to Wisconsin's
1: afternoon news. Pretty interesting list out. So you're thinking about naming your baby? Depending on where you live, this might be easier said than done. Yeah, so I thought this was kind of a funny story. So authorities in
2: Iceland have told a couple they will not renew their ten-year-old daughter's passport because her name is Harriet. What?
3: What's wrong with Harriet? Why? I mean, well, aside from the obvious,
2: nothing. So uh, Harriet has a twelve-year-old brother named Duncan. That ain't gonna work either. What? So apparently the letter C is not in the Icelandic alphabet. I don't know really how that factors in with Harriet. <laughs> uh, but it, it, the name Harriet defies all sorts of grammatical rules in the country of Iceland. So I started digging on this a little mm. bit more. So apparently if you live in Iceland, you are restricted to 853 female names what? and 1,712 male names. These are all approved wow. names. This is like a cultural
3: <laughs> preservation thing. By the Icelandic Naming Committee.
2: They oh, have what? one of these. what?
3: Seems right? it's very that's a those a lot of rules that's a real for Americans. Thing?
2: <laughs> yes, so the committee reportedly <laughs> receives about a hundred applications a year that are rejected. Like, no, you cannot name your child this. Which led me down this very bizarre rabbit hole. It's like, okay, so so what else can you not name your child in given countries? And you know, there are some that are just off the list in general. Well, you, you cannot name your child Jesus Christ. That's not gonna work in any country. Can
3: you not do that America. here in America?
2: You cannot. You literally cannot? So
3: a judge would deny your I application because, you know, you have to go down to your local yeah. court hu- or house.
2: <laughs> not, the what house? Not that house. What? Whoa. <laughs> That's a different kind of name. Don't go there. They might accept it there. <laughs> Who knows?
3: Um, I got derailed on the, the court issue. But you petition and you present your name and then you have to argue why you should be able to allow to change your
2: name. The at symbol will also not work. So symbols <laughs> are kind of a problem. What so, about Prince's thing? He, well, he like a this, symbol the symbol. I, I don't know if that appeared on a birth certificate or a passport, though. I also yeah. saw right? the number yeah. ten
3: sixty nine is not allowed. You
2: are correct. Well, what
3: does that mean, and I why? Do, I don't
2: know, but is given a the number is and I will probably avoid felt, trying I, to figure it out.
3: I know. I was like, am I in the danger zone? Are here?
2: other numbers allowed? Well, I no. They like you to stay away from numbers, but Roman <laughs> numerals in some countries are allowed. So here are a huh. list of random names. And I don't know the reasons why for all of these, <laughs> but just follow me on it. I'm so amused. I am. Like in Morocco, you can't name your child Sarah with an H at the end. I don't hmm. know if with an A is okay, but nonetheless. I wonder if that
3: has to do with like a
2: Muslim religion or some respect for a god or yeah, something. Robocop and circumcision are legal in Mexico. <laughs> don't even think about it. <laughs> don't even think about naming your child Circumcision do, do, do oh, and Me- RoboCops out. Do,
3: is that a thing in Mexico? Uh, that I don't is. know about?
2: <laughs> Perhaps it was or somebody tried it. Metallic is not going to work in Sweden don't even try it cyanide in the uk come on can we come up with something better that is not cyanide. a loving name
3: not a loving warm name oh
2: my little cyanide i, I love, love you.
3: you so much oh, you're so breathtaking uh
2: wolf is not going to work in spain i quite like that name to be honest with you yeah that's an yeah, interesting it a lot it's uh, very german Wolfgang. Tallulah does the hula from hawaii won't fly in new zealand <laughs> So when you're piecing <laughs> things together, just kind of keep your mind in check with some of the so rules. I
3: am so entertained by this. I had no idea this was going on.
2: It, New Zealand will also not allow you to get away with sex fruit. <laughs> <They've>,
3: <laughs> seems really reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name is... They're taking
2: all the fun ones away. They are. We're just trying to have fun. Can people just live their own life?
3: Well, yes, but I mean, at least we can see that there is some, like, there are some parameters in the
1: world, because
3: it's been feeling a little loose to me lately. We need
1: more of this in America. I
3: feel like we do. Like
1: Apple. That does sound
3: like an old fart, but... (laughs) Blue
1: Ivy. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
3: think about about
2: all the names that start with C, Right. I don't know, Charlie, Camilla, I just whatever. Right. That that's not going to work in Iceland. It's just not a. You can't it's use not those. a letter in their so, alphabet. Is that's
3: because it's not in their alphabet, and they yes. want to preserve their language, which is kind of. I mean, no offense to uh, Iceland. I'm sure they think our language is weird too. But I thought that the
2: language is strange. It is a little bit. Yeah. Bridge won't work in Norway. To and, New-
1: and Nutella won't work in France. Yeah. You know Jermaine Jackson of the Jackson Five.
3: Of course. He named his kid. No, I'm much too young to know that.
1: Your Majesty. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Come on. <laughs> yep. Your Majesty And Jackson. I have to avoid is that. Is that okay,
3: Greg? as bad as George, 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 and George, your and George. Here. On no, on I, your I
2: do lists? say, here, here are specific names banned across the United States. Uh, it includes King, Queen, Jesus Christ, the Roman numeral 3, Santa Claus, Majesty, Adolf Hitler, Messiah, the at sign, and 1069.
1: All right. I
3: think not naming Adolf Hitler is utterly reasonable, but King but, seems uh, like kind of like it's a good dog yeah. name.
1: But Moon Unit, Dweezil, and Diva those. Muffin, oh, yeah. Zappa are all allowed. Yeah, you they do, started it. Yeah. Oh, Moon Unit's great. That's a good one. It is 344 at WTMJ. Major Garrett. That's a real name, by the way. Major Garrett. Up next. Major Garrett is the best in the business. He is CBS's chief Washington correspondent, the guy in charge of the Takeout podcast, which is very interesting always, and The Big Truth is his book. He joins us on the road from St. Louis this afternoon. Hello, Major.
4: Hello, John. The Gateway Arch is just to my right as I sit here on Memorial Drive in beautiful downtown St. Louis.
1: What are you doing there?
4: So uh, the good people at uh, KMOX, the radio station I'm quite sure you are familiar with, uh said to me several months ago, if we can put a book together, would you book event together for you? Would you be willing to come out? And I said, sure. They put the book together, book event together tonight. And uh, so here I am.
1: Excellent. One of the great radio stations in America. No doubt about that. Hey, Major, I want to ask you about this news that's breaking right now. Uh, Dominion yep. Voting Systems has agreed to an out-of-court settlement with Fox News Corporation. So Dominion had sued for $1.6 billion. They settled for half of that amount. And we don't know the details, but a lot of people are disappointed saying if Dominion said that this was about principle, why didn't they go to trial and make people testify? Hell be gone, they might not win this much money, but go to trial. What's your take on this developing story that's happening right now?
4: So the key word is developing story, John. We don't know what the terms of this agreement are. We do know that Fox and News Corp have released a statement acknowledging that it broadcast false statements about the 2020 election that's pretty much uh, a given now the judge said it was true meaning that Fo- fox lied about the 2020 election and dominion voting systems flipping votes from trump to biden it was never true but fox gave it airtime and ample airtime over and over and over again we don't know if there will be further apologies from fox on air apologies from certain members of the Fox News division?
3: Yeah, is this staff going to have to come out? All these people come, right. you know, right. Are, are Tucker, right. Tucker Carlson? Is, Carlson. I mean, it, yeah. Uh,
4: uh, will, will they have to do something? We don't know. It has always been my belief and Dominion's approach to this has always been about revealing the internal dynamics within Fox about this public facing lie about the 2020 election. And they've unearthed quite a bit in the discovery process. So my sense is that what Fox did to lower the monetary damages was to increase the public exposure of its forthcoming apologies or setting the record straight. We'll have to see. If there is no formal setting of the record straight and Fox doesn't have to air apology after apology and sort of take itself down a peg by acknowledging what we now know to be true, but having them say it on their air to their audience directly, which is crucial, I believe in this matter, then it will leave a lot of people disappointed. I'm I'm willing to wait and see what the contours of this settlement actually are before commenting further.
1: Major, I want to ask you, the three of us in this interview are journalists and have been for a very long time. And this makes me sad because this is a reflection on journalism. We can say it's a reflection on Fox News and they're entertainers and not journalists, but the bottom line is it's Fox News Channel. People consume it as news. And this is a sad day. I mean, they're journalists over there.
4: Yes, there are. There are. Uh, I was once a journalist there. I was there for eight years, from 2002 to 2010. I left the company amicably with uh, nothing but best wishes for Fox and them for me. I was good for Fox. Fox was good for me. I believe Fox has changed considerably since I left, left there in 2010. I believe its internal journalistic mechanisms have been warped by commercial considerations that's clearly evident, in the evidence unearthed in the text messages, emails, and other conversations within Fox about the 2020 election. And there is a journalistic standard legally here that is worth upholding, and I believe would not have been jeopardized had this case gone to trial and before a jury. What's that standard? You know, you have to have a malicious intent to defame someone in the public sphere. Dominion is in the public sphere politicians are in the public sphere. You have to have a knowing disregard for the truth, and you have to have a state of mind that wants to defame. That's a very hard thing to prove, very hard thing to prove. I think Fox made that a potentially provable case, which is why I believe Fox settled. But there was enough uncertainty about that. I think that's why Dominion was at least open to a settlement, pending Fox saying things that I believe Dominion wanted to say to make sure its audience knows and all of America and all the world knows what was true and what was not true about the 2020 election and Dominion.
1: Major Garrett is with us, CBS's Chief Washington Correspondent. Major, does this hurt Fox's standing at all or in the echo chamber consumption model that so many Americans now use, does this not really matter?
4: I believe this is a significant event in the history of Fox News. Whether it's current audience. Leaves it or not, the potential for a future audience to attach itself to Fox, I believe, is materially diminished. You can't tell yourself, if you haven't already told yourself and haven't already convinced yourself, that this is a news network when many of the revelations here, and look, Fox has said the revelations unearthed in Discovery were cherry-picked and not didn't convey the actual journalistic context. They could have gone to trial to prove that. That they settled tells me there is no other context. The context is what those text messages and emails reveal. And think think about how
3: how embarrassing it would be to have those major stars talking, Mm -hmm. uh, testifying, sitting in front of the public. I think that was probably a real motivation to not see Sean Hannity up there in his text messages that were lies.
4: Right. No question about it. And, and I believe for all sorts of reputational and audience preservation interests, those hosts wanted desperately to avoid that kind of public spectacle and that kind of trial pressure. Because they would read their statements to them. Did you say that? You'd have to say, yes, you're under oath. You're exposed. You're dramatically exposed, not just reputationally, but legally. You can't perjure yourself. So that would have been excruciating for everyone. And don't forget, there is, and there's a very popular TV show that sort of mirrors this real-life drama. TV show is called Succession. You all know what I was about to say about the Murdoch family and Rupert Murdoch and his status as the continued head of this company. All of this in almost a Shakespearean dramatic way is coming to the head at the same time. And I don't believe News Corp and the Fox News people wanted to put Murdoch, his family, and all those hosts through the excruciating process of a public trial. And clearly, the precipitating factor here or the eager settlement participant was Fox, which tells me when the details are all revealed, Dominion will have gotten more than it appears at this current hour.
1: Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. His book is The Big Truth. You need to check it out. Major, have fun in St. Louis. Thanks for being with us. Thanks so much.